Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. And I'm your host, Michael Fordham. Look, if you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. The number is 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio. And you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we got a great show for you today. We'll be right back after this. Oren Check made Hudson says he owes his success in life to a teacher. As the seventh sibling of 13, Oren was in and out of foster homes and involved in petty crime. But James Edge, a white teacher in an all-black high school, realized Oren's potential. Mr. Edge taught Oren that his actions had consequences by teaching him the game of chess. By his senior year in high school, Oren had moved from in trouble and at risk to being voted most likely to succeed and an outstanding student and stepped into the world and began to immediately work on meeting and exceeding those expectations. As an adult, Oren served in the United States Air Force and then as an Alabama State Trooper for six years, further developing the discipline he learned in high school. He later owned and operated his own car lot, succeeding as a business and community leader. 
Along the way, Oren never gave up on the game of chess, and he leaned on his personal development strategy of being the best to become a two-time World Open Speed Chess winner. Oren was watching the news one night in 2000 when he saw a story about seven employees shot execution style for $2,000 in the cash register. This is when he realized evil prevails when good people do nothing. After selling his business, he founded Be Someone, a name chosen from the advice Abraham Lincoln's mother once advised her son when he questioned running for president. Teaching kids how to think strategically, plan effectively, and build self-confidence, Warren uses his award-winning, highly effective, and much-lauded presentation centered on time-tested strategies of chess as a metaphor for the game of life. He shows at-risk kids the focus, discipline, and patience required by the game of chess, skills that are transferable to their current life situations. Since then, Oren and Be Someone have touched 35,000 kids, and his goal is to pass along his message to one million at-risk children. Oren Checkmate Hudson, welcome to A Measure of Truth. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm, uh, I'm fired up. <laughs> awesome. And you know, Oren, as I read your bio and did my research, I said to myself, man, what an amazing story. And for someone who learned the game of chess very young, I understand the impact. But let's just start at the very beginning where this teacher reached out to you and made a, a difference in your life. Just just tell us a little bit about where you were in your life at that time and how he actually made a difference. How did he actually get to you? Well, I was in the ninth grade, and I was basically following a follower. They say, do this, you do it. They say, let's go do this, you do it. Let's go, let's go steal cookies out of this truck, you do it. And so I was basically following a follower, and my teacher said, listen, you need to think for yourself, and I'll introduce you to a game that can uh, allow you to do just that. And I said, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, well, I can show you better than I can tell you. So he taught me how to play chess, and I'm living my dream because I think a couple of times a week because of chess teaches you to think ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's great because young people really don't get an opportunity to, to think strategically and, you know, to plan effectively at such a, a high level as the game of chess actually, um, you know, requires you to do. What did you think of the game when you first discovered it and its challenges? Well, I mean, it was very difficult, and you know, I I, I like uh, I don't like nothing to just outdo me. So I kind of was compelled to try to keep learning and growing, and uh, I I got kind of hooked on it. And so it was interesting to me because it was very hard. It was uh, it was not, it wasn't like checkers where you're just jumping over pieces, not even thinking. But chess requires it demands that you think. Mm-hmm. And um, you know at a very young age as well, and understanding that there were so many rules that you just had to go by and, um, you know, to be effective, it, it actually teaches someone that you really have to, to follow a set guideline in order to be successful. So tell us a little bit about how that started changing your life, because um, he showed you the game, but then the decision was made in your own mind to sort of take advantage and implement you know, these skills and strategies to your your own life. Right. Chess is about recognizing patterns. Pattern recognition is the key to success in all fields. 
So once you learn patterns in chess and in life, it's the same. At a certain time, it gets dark. At a certain time, it gets day. At a certain time, things happen. So if you can recognize the pattern, then you can brace and position yourself to be to know what's coming next. Just like uh, the reason the Seattle Seahawks was able to beat the the um, the Denver Broncos is they recognize the pattern. They go, are you going to change? No, we're not going to change that. We're going to just stand up and we know we're going we're gonna to recognize the pattern. We're going to do what we got to do. So once you recognize the pattern, you can do great things and you can change the world in a positive way. Yeah. and um, But you, you always have to think you're – in chess, you have to think ahead. And, and this is something that's really hard for a young person. You not only have to think for yourself, but you have to think what your opponent might be thinking. So did those things come very clear to you uh, in the very beginning of how to gauge someone else's strategy so that well, you could you effectively? You, you have no control what the win can do. See, so mm-hmm. it's not about thinking about what your opponent can do. That's not the key. The key is adjusting your sales so no matter what the win does, it benefits you. Right. So it's no blame allowed. So it's not, it's not blaming the wind, it's the adjustment of your sails so that the wind serves you. In karate, they teach you, if your opponent is coming at you, you step to the side and you throw him into, into the wall. Right, <laughs> you use right. his, the wind to benefit you, right, just like in right. life. So in chess, I told my opponent, that I said, whatever you do, I will use it to my advantage. In football, if the other team calls a timeout, that's my timeout. I use it to their <laughs> advantage, so I have six timeouts. <laughs> you right. use other people's stuff to your advantage. I think on my opponent's time, so I have more time than everybody else because I'm using his time as my time. Right, right. <laughs> so now, it's not about blame. It's about aim, and the key concept is to aim high. Now, you, you play speed chess. Now, yes, I, I, it's too quick for me. I've tried it, and uh, it's just too much because I, you know, learn to play chess the traditional way, and speed chess is just, it's too quick. I, I just can't understand how you can make a move so fast and still be effective. Tell us a little bit about the difference in those two disciplines. Well, recognizing patterns and doing your homework so you already know what's going on and what's about to happen. The key to winning in chess, the key to anything, is preparation. And if you prepare, you already know what to do, so when you get in the game, you've been there, done that. And that's how you win everything, prepare, 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 preparation, preparation, preparation. It's all in preparation and being there, being familiar with what you're dealing with so that it's not, so you're not caught off guard. Now, when this game was first introduced to you, you, you turned your life around pretty quickly. Tell us how you start applying some of these principles and disciplines you learn immediately to start changing your outlook. Well, I think the biggest thing for me was that chess is very time-consuming, and it kept me away from doing uh, some other stuff because I was so busy in that. See, once you do one thing, it stops you from doing something else. And mm-hmm. so chess kind of got, got me doing something positive after school, learning how to play chess, learning positive things, getting around college kids, students who were playing chess, going over to UAB, learning from those guys and just hanging around those guys. So chess kind of isolated me from some of the violent crime and some of the bad things that was happening. 
And so I tell people all the time, find something positive for your child to do, otherwise he'll he'll fall into something negative. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's so important too to find right. something for your child to do that challenges them. You know, it's not just busy work. Chess is a game um, of, of great minds. And um, did you think it actually helped you to become a better thinker as well in the process? Right. I mean, because most people don't think. I mean, getting up in the morning, shower, and shaving, that doesn't require thought. People just do stuff, by, you know, without even thinking. So chess is a positive tool to kind of train you to think ahead or fall behind. I was on a flight the other day, and the guy next to me paid like $600 more than I did for my flight. <laughs> now, we knew at the same time, but he didn't think ahead. And so, wow. he did, you know, so if you don't think ahead, you will fall behind. Give us some more examples of everyday life where, where you think these principles that you learned in chess um, help you to be a, a better decision maker and well, gives you an advantage. Well, it takes work to make the dream work. You know, uh, when you play in chess, you you got to get all your pieces off the back row and into the game. So it's all about mm. uh, using what you have. See, the have stuff is not enough. It's ha- it's not having it because a lot of people have stuff and and they lose it. Mike Tyson, four hundred million dollars gone. So it's not what you have; it's what you use. So in chess, you have to two things: you have to apply. And you have to use, and you have to make sure your, your, the pieces that you have have scope and range and that they're able to be accessed to. Because a lot of times, people will block in their own resources so they can't get to them. Mm. So you've wow. got to be able to have access to what you have. If you have money and you can't get to it, then you don't have money. If you have a Mercedes and you have a junk car that's blocked in, has got the Mercedes blocked in, then you don't have a Mercedes because you don't have access to the Mercedes because you've got this $100 car blocking the garage, though, so the Mercedes can't get out. <laughs> so the key to winning in life and chess is to be able to have access and to be able to use what you have to get what you want. Right. Now, you, you had... Um a very, very uh, broad career. Um, you you went into the Air Force and then became a state trooper. Now, tell us, how did some of these principles help you also um, in your enlistment? Well, I mean, I think you just gotta you gotta learn to wait. You gotta be patient. You gotta you gotta think things through. You gotta realize that one move could cost you the game. I was teaching some teenagers the other day, and I said, listen, if you pull a gun on someone else or a police officer, your life is over. And one of the students said, wow, I never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got to think, hey, you go, wait a minute, if I do this, my life is over. So don't do it. So it's just a matter of just kind of like letting people know that you can make one move in life and never recover. Right, right. And, you know, a, a lot of young people are just not that aware that, you know, they're actions um, where, where they think that they're just um, they're concerned about their reputation and what people think about them, but they're not concerned about the life that they would lead thereafter based on some of the mistakes that they could possibly make, you know? Well, take they're a not life, thinking ahead. Right. You, you take a life and then you give your life to the system in exchange, right. you know? And, um, you know, it's interesting because I, I'm always very um, curious to talk to people who who have a way and a method 
to reach out to young people that's effective and makes a difference. Tell us about your focus. How did you sort of, um, you know, develop this whole process? We, we know, we talked a little bit about the story where those folks were um, killed execution style over, you know, some money in the cash register. What was the impact of that for you, and how did it help you to develop, you know, your organization? Well, I mean, people broke in Wendy's and they stole $2,000. And I said to myself, young people are going after the wrong cash. we got to teach them to go after the cash with a K, K for knowledge, A for mm-hmm. attitude, S for skills, and H for habits. And once you get these cash, once this cash is king. So we, we just want to teach young people that, you know, Focus determines direction, and the focus that we want them to focus on is get the knowledge, develop the attitude, develop the skills, and develop the habit. This is the cash you go after, and once you get this cash, no one can take it away. You know, and in dealing with young people, um, it's interesting because it's probably the last thing that a lot of people would think about that could be an effective tool to use to teach young people responsibility, the game of chess. But I, I guess you have to know the game, but more than anything else, you have to know the impact that it had on you. And um, that was the thing that you, I guess, saw that you could make a difference just as someone made a difference with your life at that time. So tell us about your work with um, at-risk youth. Well, I go in and I teach them hands-on how to think like a champion, how to think things through, how to focus on contribution, how to create value for people. There's four types of people in the world I teach them, and there's people that subtract, people that divide, people that add and multiply. The key to winning in life is to add and multiply. People that subtract and divide, Mm -hmm. they go to jail. So all I'm teaching young people is to add and multiply value. They can't arrest you for adding and multiply value. <laughs> they only can arrest you for subtracting value. Mm. Wow. And, and it's interesting to me because even as you speak now, you make it very clear. You make it very simple. And, and you just make it very direct as a message that you're putting across. And you're, you're not very preachy. You just tell it like it is. And uh, just tell us about that, that way of um, communicating. Where does that come from? Well, I'm slow. I'm a slow learner, and so I have to. When I communicate to you, I communicate so that people can get it. Because I have to communicate so that they get it. So I, you know, I, it's hard for me to get stuff. So I make it. I'm I'm good at taking something real complex and wording it so everybody gets it, even if you're five years old. So that's my calling. My calling is taking a complex subject and go, Hey, minute, let me word it this way so you get it. Because I, I had this top Russian grandmaster come in and teach my kids. He knew a lot more than me, but he could not feed the kids because he could not translate it so that they could understand. Right. So sometimes mm. people can know more than you, but they're not able to feed the kids so that they get it. So what I do is I can take something complex and reword it so that everybody gets it. Mm. And, and that's the value in it in itself. You yes, know? sir. How, how else can you teach unless someone is there to learn? And um, if it goes over their heads or they lose interest, you know, there's no value there. So that, right. that's amazing. And I just have to say, when when I first heard about you, I thought it was just amazing that you could teach kids chess, the game, and life lessons along with that. I said to myself, now, that, that is amazing. That's valuable. That's something that makes a difference. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about 
your organization, Be Someone. And then we're going to talk a little bit afterwards about your, your book, One Move at a Time. So let's start with Be Someone. Be Someone is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that has developed to help young people think strategically about their future. Uh, we use a numer- we use numerous of tools, but my main tool we use is chess. But we try to do workshops and seminars where we empower children, not necessarily to play chess per se, but just learn the principles in chess and apply them to life. Like, for example, in chess there's no blame. Black and white is the same. So it's not about blame, it's about aim. And the key concept is to aim high. So we teach them how to take personal responsibility for your life. If it's to be, it's got to be me. No one coming to the rescue. That you mm-hmm. have the power to change your life with the moves you make. That the power is in your hand. And if you make the right move, you get the right result. Wow. And it's as simple as that. You know, and, and you always have a choice. And I think that's something, too, that we have to often remind young people that there's no one else that is in control of your life, that, you know, it's all up to you. And as long as you take control, you are in control. Exactly. You know, um, so you've had quite the career. You've received quite a lot of praise and notoriety just because of your your skills at chess. But um, also, uh, you were recently um, given an award by the FBI. Tell us about that. Well, I, I get I got a phone call one day, and this lady uh, said, "Listen, we've been we 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 seen your name keep coming up, and we like to honor you if that's okay with you." In Washington D.C., we'll fly you out, put you up in a hotel, and uh, uh, invite you. I said, "Okay, you know, it's great." So. God is good. But, you know, it's really less about me. It's more about what I can do to help our young people think strategically about their future. You know, I get a kick out of life. Helping the kids makes my heart sing. Yeah. And, and tell us, what was the basis of their award? What were they awarding you for? It's called a Distinguished Community Leadership Award for my work mm. with helping with young people and teaching them, you know, having a, a crime prevention program where I'm teaching young people to think it out instead of shoot it out push pawns instead of dr- drugs. My main message is brains before bullets. Think mm. it out. Don't shoot it out. Wow. And isn't that something after your career as a state trooper that the FBI would award you for doing something that reaches out to the community and to children? <laughs> and you know what? That's really what it's all about. And the FBI is a first-class organization, man. Those people are so professional and so nice, and and they gave us a firing demonstration while we were there. Put you know, put some targets out there, man. It was right in the they, those guys were putting that thing right in the center. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, <laughs> forty rounds, boom, right in the center. They were they were good. I mean, you could wow. see them firsthand. So they gave us you know some nice demonstrations. So it was good. Gave us war ceremony. It was nice. So the FBI wow. is a first class organization, and what they're trying to say is that we all are connected. The, they, the FBI cannot do their job unless we're doing our job. Everybody got to do their part. A lot of people that they catch, if it wasn't for the community, they wouldn't catch them. So we are, it takes all of us to help you know, make the world a better place. Evil prevails when good people do nothing. If the good people don't do things, then evil just takes over. Yeah, that is true. And um, let's talk a little bit about your book, um, One Move at a Time. What made you decide to write a book, first of all, and then tell us a little bit about what it's about. Be Someone, uh, my book is called One Move at a Time, 
And I, I, I wrote the book because I wanted to put something on paper that people can follow and learn some life lessons. So in the book, it has 21 life lessons, and it teaches you how to play chess. It, te- it got some famous games that I played. It got one game in there where I played a Russian grandmaster and beat one of the Russian grandmasters. So that famous game is in that book. You can see what I did and how I did it. And in the game, I sacrificed the rook. I gave up mm. five for one. And mm. oftentimes in life, to win in life, you're going to have to do some sacrifices. You've got to do something unorthodox. You've got to go the extra mile. You've got to burn the midnight oil. You've got to do something that's going to be uncomfortable. But when you do things that are uncomfortable, that's how you win. If you pick the football up and you run the wrong way, they won't even bother you. <laughs> but if you run the right way, they're going to get you, and it's going to be uncomfortable. So when you, if you're doing stuff and you're not uncomfortable, then you're not doing, you ain't doing it enough, or you're not going the right way. So make it okay to fail. Realize that if you do what's easy, your life will be hard, and if you do what's hard, your life will be easy. So make it okay to fail and realize that every master was once a disaster that you yeah. have to be willing to do things that are difficult to get the good things because the good things in life are upstream. A dead fish can float downstream. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we're, we're talking about you <laughs> beating a Russian grand master at chess. I mean, there was a long road to get you there. Tell us about, um, you know, some of your competitive experience and what made you decide that you could compete and would stay in the game to go as far as you have? Well, you know, I compete a little bit. I don't compete that much. But my main thing is I I learned that nature is neutral, that the ground plays no favors, that if you make smart moves in life, you get smart results. So, Nature is neutral, and so children need to learn that if they make smart moves in life, they can win the game. But you've got to make the smart moves. You've got to get in the game, and you've got to be willing to fail because there's no failures, only information. As long as you tr- keep trying, there's no failure. If you walk away from things, then that's failure. A lot of people walk away. I went to a tournament one time and lost every game except one. And the only reason, the only game that I won the tournament director said, you win. I go, why? He said, well, your opponent didn't show up. I go, great. So you've got to be willing that sometimes you can win just by showing up. <laughs> My opponent right. lost for not showing up. So, mm-hmm. so you've got to make it okay to fail, and if you fail, get back up and try it again. Now, it, it requires a great deal of um, discipline and focus as, as well to be able to play at the level that you've played at. Um, Tell us, uh, how is it that you're able to, you know, because it, chess is a game of um, of wits. It really is. And um, you outwitted a grandmaster. Tell us how you think it is that you're able to accomplish that and some lessons that a young person could understand to know that, you know, at any given time, um, they're, they're capable of amazing things. Well, you just gotta you just gotta keep keep kicking, keep trying, keep learning, keep learning. School is never out for the pro. The attitude I have, I don't know nothing. So I'm constantly learning, constantly trying to get better, and trying to figure out what you don't know. And you got to break the pattern because a lot of us have developed what we call bad habits. And when you notice you you got a bad habit or a bad pattern. You got to stop and try to break the pattern, break the bad habit, and that's what it's mm. all about. When you, you refine yourself, and you you know, 
unexamined life is not worth living. So you've got to find a way to examine what you're doing wrong and figure out a way where you can improve and break the pattern. Wow. And, you know, I still don't see the transition point where all of a sudden as a young person you decided this was it for you and you were going to change your life, turn your life around and become this, you know, success and continue on a path of, it seems to me like, um, a very structured path of discipline and uh, attaining goals that you've put out there for yourself. What What was it that helped you to reach out and try to be so good at everything? It couldn't have just been chess. It had to be something else in there as well. Well, I mean, I mean, it's less, it's less about chess. It's more about making the right moves and building character. I'm all about building character. Then people know to be a giver, not a taker. And mm-hmm. once you develop the pattern of giving and adding value and servicing other and contributing, then I think you'll be on the path to success. So it's really less about chess. It's more about, you know, what can I do to serve? What can I do to create value? How can I, how can I help my, how can I, you know, make the world a better place? How can I leave things better than I found them? How can I make people smile? You know, how can I walk in love, be good and love everybody? Now, you've touched the lives of over 35,000 kids with a goal to, you know, reach over a million at-risk children. So tell us um, what you're doing um, and how others can help you on this path to, you know, make a difference in the life of these young people. Well, BeSomeone.org is always looking for sponsors, volunteers, donations, and we like people to go to our website and, and invite us to come to your city. I have a mobile program where I pack up my big chess board. I have a life-size chess board, and I come in, and I work with the kids, and I teach them, kids, children, and adults, and I do corporate speaking as well. I teach people how every move you make has a consequences, and if you make smart moves, you get you will get smart results. That nature is neutral. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. And, you know, it's just great to, to actually hear you speak and to understand, you know, where it all comes from. And, um, you know, I I hope that, you know, really good things will happen for you in the future as well, that this won't be the last time that people will recognize your achievements and your outreach to children. So we want to uh, make sure we stay in contact and we're able to check back in on you from time to time. And if there's ever a, a fundraiser or an event that you would like to promote, please give us a call. Let us know what we can do to help to spread the word and to boost attendance as well. Okay, I'll be happy to do that. I have a message for young people that I give them. It's called, you can do this, you can do it here, and you can do it now. So a lot of kids doesn't realize, you know, what anyone else can do, they can do this. You've got to get around people who are smarter than you because if you're the smartest person on your team, you need a new team. So surround yourself around people who can show you some moves because a lot of people get advice and opinions from the wrong crowd. You got to mm. get around people who are the best in the world in their field and learn from them. Because if you listen to the wrong people, you move in the wrong direction. I be playing Absolutely. some students sometime, and they go, "Mom, what to do?" And no matter what mom say, it's not going to be strong enough. <laughs> yeah, that mom, you can talk to mom till you blew in the face. Mom's not going to tell you how to beat me. You got to get around somebody stronger than mom. Mom don't even play chess. So you can't ask advice from mom on that. If mom plays chess, it would be a different story. 
Right. So, you know, we gotta we gotta teach children to break the pattern, get around people, and when you're in school, learn as much as you can and realize school is never out for the pro. The teacher don't need that information, you need that information. So learn as much as you can and then when you learn it, you need to apply and use what you learn. Because to have and not to apply is not to have. Mm. To know and not to apply is not to know. So you got to be able to apply and use what you have. Wow. That's what chess is all about. Chess is about applying it and using the resources that you have. And most people lose because when I play a game, I'm moving all my pieces, and they moving one, one or two pieces the whole game. You can't beat me moving one or two pieces. No way. I got <laughs> six. I got 16 pieces coming at you, and you're going to try to use one. Uh-uh, it won't work. Because I'm going to spread everybody out. It's just like in football. If you're playing in a football game and you got one man, two men on the field, I'm going to take my level man. I'm going to spread everybody out. If I have a man bunched in, you can stop them. So I spread everybody out. <laughs> and I throw a touchdown pass because somebody open if I spread them out. But if I bundle them up, you can get me. So I spread everybody out. Yeah, Wide and when out, you do that, <laughs> it you is, have to have a projected out. outcome for each piece, though. Huh? And that's why people generally keep it, um, you know, tight in the group because when you spread them out, you have to know where each piece will go and you have to have a broader point of view. You have to see the big picture. And I think that's probably another lesson that you've learned is just how to see the big picture and see how everything works together. Well, it's the end game. You've got you to gotta visualize the end game. You've got to figure out what I need to do to win the end game. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. you got to think, you know, you got to begin with the end and the mind. Now, is there anything else in the um, future, uh, another book on the horizon or a film about uh, the work that you've done with your children? Well, they're writing a movie script on the work I've done, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, eventually I'll write another book. I've got some ideas, but I've been, been running through a few challenges, but God is good. Everything is going to work out. You just got to keep the faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you're doing good work and, you know, results come. You know, all you have to do is keep doing what you're doing and, and just wait for everything else to fall into line. Yeah, Well, but, um, you know, that's what it's all about. I tell people all the time, the good you do will come back to you. The bad the bad you do will be fair for you. So just keep keep making the right moves because things lead to things. If you do this good, then it'll open up doors for something else, and then that'll open up doors for something else, and then it'll open up doors for something else. Things lead to things. You do something bad, it's going to open up a bad door. You do something good, it's going to open up a good door. So I tell right. people, make sure you create value, make sure you're helping people, make sure you're serving your neighbor, and just do things with a smile because attitude is critical. You've got to have the knowledge, you've got to have the attitude, you've got to have the skills, you've got to have the habits, and you've got to have all four of these working. Now I say to students, I say, is knowledge enough? And they go, no. Is attitude enough? No. Is skills enough? No. Habits enough? No. You've got to have all four of these working together, and then you've got to put it all in action. Because awesome. to have and not to take action is not to have. See, there's two sides of faith. You've got to have faith, and on the other side, you've got to have action and belief. And if you don't take action and believe, it ain't going to happen. Because mm. okay. if I don't believe I can win, I'm not going to never register to get in the tournament. You've got to believe that you can do it. And tell us a little bit, Orrin, about your faith. You know? Well, I thank God for my life. I ask God for three things every morning to lead, guide, and direct my steps. 
and be mindful of the needs of others. And so I go out of my way helping people. I've done it my whole life. I did it when I was a state trooper. I did it when I, when I was in sales. And you've you got to go out of your way to help people because whatever you do for someone else, it comes back to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have messed a lot of people up as a trooper. Like, no, I'm not doing that. That's, that's, that's too, you know, you got you to gotta be able to sleep at night. So you want to be, be fair with people and you want to create a win-win. Let me give you a scenario right. how you create a win-win. Mr. Jones, I got you on radar 109 miles an hour. When you saw me, you slammed on brakes. Now, if I put 109 on it, it's $700. But you slammed on brakes when you saw me. I can put, I'm going to put your low speed on there and save you $700. You only pay $69. How that sound? Oh, man, thank you. He's happy. <laughs> I could have put this. I could have put the one on nine on there, but I put the seventy nine on there. He pays six nine. He's happy. Right, happy with the ticket. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I could have put one on nine on there. Right, but exactly. I, I create a win win. He's happy. Oh man, appreciate it. Hmm. But I, you know, it's it's like do things that you don't have to do. I mean, be be treat people like it was you. And, you know, create value for people, you know, because, you know, I tell people all the time, you are me. Hmm. So how I judge, you know, Pharaoh, Pharaoh messed his own self up. Whatever he tried to order for someone else backfired on him. Right. So, and that's how life is. Whatever you put out there for someone else. The Chinese have a proverb. They say before you dig, before you seek revenge on someone else, dig two graves. <laughs> you gotta dig one for them and you, cause it doesn't it doesn't work. Right. So don't go out trying to you know get him, cause you messing your own stuff up. Wow, that's awesome. You know, Orin, um, I want you to tell people as well too where they can um, find your book, how they can purchase that, um, and you know give your web address and everything. Um, is it, and it's the same for your organization as well, right? Yeah, to buy my book is BeSomeone.org, and my website, like I say, is www.BeSomeone.org. You buy my book there, and people reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, uh, Orin Checkmate Hudson on Facebook, and my company is called BeSomeone, BeSomeone.org. My email is Orin at BeSomeone.org. My name has two R's in it, O-R-R-I-N at BeSomeone.org. And like I said, like you said in the intro, Be Someone is a company name that I came up with because Abraham Lincoln, his mother, her last words on the planet to Abraham was Be Someone. And even mm-hmm. though Abraham had failed eight times running for public office, he took mm-hmm. those two words all the way to the White House. All I'm mm-hmm. doing now is putting the word Be Someone out there to our young people and letting them know that they can be anything they put their mind to, that no one's better than you. That everyone can be someone if they simply make the right moves. Awesome. Oren, look, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, and I know you have some place to go, but I really appreciate our talk. And, um, you know, people need to reach out to you because you're, you're a dynamic individual. You know, uh, good people are hard to find. And when you connect with them, you know, it, it makes you better. So, you know, I am just happy to be able to connect with you and um, to be able to follow the things that you're doing. And we hope to have you back on again and maybe even bring along some of those young people that you've um, are having a great influence on their lives. 
Yeah, and if you send me an email, I can send you my Get In The Game song. In fact, if you send me an email now, I can send you my Get In The Game song. Maybe you can play it on the air. I have a rap song called Get In The Game, and I also have a song I call Be Someone. So if you send me an email, my email is O-R-R-I-N at BeSomeone.org. Maybe you can play my Get In The Game song. Okay. Let me yeah, go ahead so. and try to get that to you now. It's um, Give it to me again. It's O double R I N at B E S O M E O N E dot org. So it's Orin at B someone dot org. My name has two R's in it. O double R I N at B someone dot org. B E S O M E O N E dot O R G. Okay, I just sent it. It just says test, but yeah. You so can go I wrote ahead a song reply. called Get in the Game. I wrote a song called Be Someone, and I, um, I you know, I, I'm living my dream because it's so rewarding helping the kids who are lost and mm. getting them on the right track. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and I'm going to try. Um, yeah, take a break. break. I'm going to hang around a few more minutes. Oh, okay. You're sending me the song, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to be online. I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to hang on. Okay. All right. So did you get my email? Uh, I don't know yet. I'm opening up my email. Oh, okay. Great. All right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take a quick two-minute break. And um, in the meantime, hopefully you can get that track to me, and we'll go ahead and upload it and get it going. Social Digital Media Incorporated is a 501c3 not-for-profit, member-supported digital multimedia production facility structured to serve the public and independent producers of digital media, primarily for the web. Social Digital Media Incorporated offers state-of-the-art member-funded digital recording studios to allow its members to create portable, professional-quality digital video and audio productions that can easily be rebroadcast using any number of the hundreds of web syndication services currently available. In a nutshell, it's public broadcasting for today's generation. To put it plainly, any person or organization that could benefit from the exposure of radio, TV, or video will benefit from the low-cost resources made available through Social Digital Media Incorporated. Our goal is to help promote a digitally inclusive society through emerging digital media production standards that empower its members by providing a digital gateway that provides the tools and personnel needed to produce professional, inexpensive multimedia formats on a digital, portable platform to capture, deliver, and broadcast their message to the world. We are working towards our goal of opening the doors of a state-of-the-art studio to a community of passion-led artists who have a gift to share with the world they impact. We are already in the process of creating a new culture of mentors and apprentices equipped with the advanced production skills taught via informal education systems that will foster a brand new learning environment for bridging the digital divide. We move art from concept to impact because social digital media moves the world from disconnected to connected. Find out how to help us reach our goal at socialdigitalmedia.org. Failure is not an option. It's an opportunity. Look, I'm not perfect, and though I've made many mistakes, I'm not a failure. Why may you ask? Because I rarely give up on 
anything. I'm not afraid to take a chance and be wrong. Why? For in every mistake hides a lesson called wisdom. And guess what? I'm not concerned with what others may think about my failed attempts. That's just me. It has become a part of who I am, and I'm cool with that. The truth is, when others would watch me and criticize my actions and assume that they were watching me do it all wrong, in actuality, they were watching me learn, grow, become wiser, and eventually an expert in the very thing that I would later accomplish and then master. This has been the way I've learned since I was a child, and it's a process that I've embraced to this very day because it is the most effective way of learning that I know. A very wise man once said, There is a positive side to everything that we survive in our lives. Every defeat, hurt, humiliation, or sickness will either lead us to a better place or change the way we live our lives. Even the man who attempts the thing that was once thought impossible very often has little competition. What I'm saying is, don't be afraid to fail. Look, don't plan to fail, but be not afraid. We don't always get to choose how we will be taught life's lessons. Our only choice is how we choose to respond. We cannot simply say that maybe things will go my way next time or blow off our mistakes and then try again. We must resolve to learn the lesson hidden in our errors, stay true to ourselves, and the goal of the better person that we know that we're going to be through our trials, and resist our negative responses, attitudes, and placing blame on others. If we don't, truth be told, you have less time than you think to get it right. I guess what I'm really trying to say is that it's okay to fail. As long as your failure is driven by a quest for knowledge, wisdom, and a measure of truth. Welcome back, Truth Seekers, and we're on with Orin Checkmate Hudson. And uh, I just got your uh, track uploaded, Get in the Game, and um, apparently my intern has heard it. He likes it. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, do you want to tell us a little about the track before we play it or just jump right into it? Yeah, I can tell you a little bit about it. The, the track is about um, making okay to fail, get in the game, learn from every decision that you make, and um, black and white is the same. That uh, go forward. That uh, to be someone, you gotta you gotta get in the game. And if you see a good game, get in it. All right, absolutely. Here we are. Foreign checkmate Hudson with get in the game. Get your head in the game, head in the game, say it. Get your head in the game, head in the game. Stay in the game, stay in the game, say it. Stay in the game, stay in the game. Get on top of your game, top of your game, say it. Get on top of your game, top of your game. What game, what game, say it. What game, what game. The 
game of life, the game of life, say it. Someone, you got to get in the game. I'm Orrin C. Hudson. It's time for a change. Make the right moves in this game called life. Think before you move and always be nice. When the game get tough and times get rough, never give up because we're more than enough. Practice every day, the correct way. Always better your best before you play. We got to get in the game. Get in the game. Say it. Get in the game. Get in the game. Get your head in the game. Head in the game. Say it. Get on top of your game, top of your game, say it. Get on top of your game, top of your game. What game, what game, say it. What game, what game. The game of life, the game of life, say it. The game of life, the game of life. If you lose, then you learn, cause it's all about learning. And that's why we play as the world keeps turning. Cash is king, that's our theme. Now let me break it down and tell you what cash means. Knowledge, attitude, skills, and habits. Move as if you're more than average. Be above the masses. Learn the tactics. Get your team on your side and perform the magic. We got to get in the game. Get in the game. Say it. Get in the game. Get in the game. Get your head in the game. Head in the game. Say it. Get your head in the game. Head in the game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Say it. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Get on top of your game. Top of your game. Say it. Get on top of your game. Top of your game. What game? What game? Say it. The game of life, the game of life, say it. The game of life, the game of life. What one can do, so can you. Learn from the best, it's all up to you. Chess is more than a game, it's a test you can pass. Pay attention and learn from mistakes in the past. Everybody's a winner when you know the truth. It's all about learning and you'll live in proof. Dropping a demo on the day's you. I'm just like you, there's nothing we can't do. Be willing to make mistakes and time to get better. Do whatever it takes, back down never. Get in the game and don't be afraid. We all created equal black and white shades. Whichever way you may, we all breathe the same. We all need the same. So please get in the game. Get in the game. Get in the game. Say it. Get in the game. Get in the game. Get your head in the game. Head in the game. Say it. Get your head in the game. Head in the game. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Say it. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. Get on top of your game. Top of your game. Say it. Get on top of your game. What game, what game, say it. What game, what game. The game of life, the game of life, say it. The game of life, the game of life. If you're not willing to pay the price for success, you'll never succeed. If you're the smartest person on your team, you need a new team. Excellence is not enough. You have to be amazing. When you go the extra mile, there's never any traffic jams. And remember, everyone can be someone if you simply make the right move. Be someone. Wow, nice. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, teaching to the youth at a level they can understand. That's catchy. I like that. <laughs> oh, thank you, my brother. Thank you. Oh, man, doing a little rapping. So you got some, some extra skills, huh? <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just trying to connect with the young people so that they get it. Right, right. Well, you've definitely done that. And, um, you know... Uh, <laughs> I just want to thank you again for just being the person that you are and having your focus on our young people because, you know, they are our future, you know. And if we want to make this world a better place, we got to start with our children. 
I mean, we don't have any other options. It really all starts. So, you know, thank you, Oren, for all the work that you do, man. I mean, I, I am I'm so proud and so impressed with you and um, your outreach and the things that you're doing for our community. Well, I appreciate you, my brother, and it's, it's people like you who are the real heroes because you're putting our information out there so people can hear it. So I honor you for taking the time to allow be someone uh, to broadcast on your, on your uh, radio station. So my hat go off to you. No, well, thank you. Thank you. And um, all I can say is at this point, you know, is on our best wishes, and please let us know if there's ever anything we can do to help with your efforts. You know, um, we would love to be a part of it. So um, if you're you're traveling in our area as well, uh, we'd love to meet you. And, um, you know, we can, you know, get together and see what we can do to um, further your cause. Okay, well, brother, I appreciate that. And if you ever need somebody like me in your area, please feel free to reach out and give me a call. <laughs> will do. Will do. And thanks Funny again man. for joining us. And, um Say hello to your PR person and thank her, too, for, you know, making this all happen. Yeah, Miss Williams, she's dynamite. So nice shout-out to Miss Williams. Thank you for going the extra mile. And like I said, we all got to do all we can to help our young people be someone. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk with you again soon in the future, hopefully not too far out. And, um, you know, I just want to thank you for joining us again. And I want to say thank you to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and um, just want to just let everyone know that, um, you know, it, it's good to, to live your life for others, you know, and you need to get out there and try to find what you can do to connect with people and get out there and make a difference. Special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you. Today is just another day for most of us, but yesterday, millions of exceptional, brilliant people decided that they were going to do something this day that would change their lives for the better and potentially the lives of hundreds more. Some even awoke with an unheard of sense of determination, focus, and vision, ready to leap forward and make that big change in their lives. In reality, most awoke pretty much the same way as most of us with today's office grind, tasks, checklists, calendars, and chores for the day as their primary concern. Sadly, some forgot yesterday's decision when they awoke, and others were just too afraid to try, and some just too stubborn to change, and many who forgot that tomorrow is not promised did not make it to see the sunrise today. I can't emphasize this enough. There is no time like the present. 
Whatever you want for your tomorrow, the effort has to start today. Better yet, right now. God has embedded in us a will and life purpose. We may succeed at any number of things, but this is the one thing that we can be assured to be much bigger than ourselves. It is our opportunity to accomplish the amazing, touch the lives of a multitude of people, and leave this world that we live in a much better place due to our efforts. Yeah, but first we have to take action. Take bold steps to crush our fear with confidence, destroy our insecurity with intense determination, and implement a decisive plan that will turn obstacles into minor adjustments and defeat into monuments of mistakes that we will never make again, all because of the wisdom we obtained that special day. You know what? There is no stopping people who truly care about the lives of others. I would dare say that they are invincible because nothing can destroy the human spirit. Why is it that I feature nonprofits and charities on my show so often? It's not just because that they are awesome and a rare breed of individuals. It's because they selflessly do the work that matters because others won't. And just because it's the right thing to do. How huge is that? But they do need your help. They first need you to be informed and aware. And I think we've taken care of that. Next, they need you to take action. Become a part of this solution. Or is today just another day? You already did something great today. You woke up this morning. The question is, who will you be today? Take a close look. Therein lies a measure of truth.